0: This is the In Focus podcast from The Hindu. Hello and welcome to the Hindus In Focus podcast with me, Amit Barua, your host for this episode. <laughs> the phenomena of Amritpal Singh has taken Punjab by storm. In a daring act his supporters ransacked a police station in Ajnala and freed some of his associates in February From a businessman in Dubai till September last year Amritpal has become Punjab's leading practitioner of separatist politics telling Frontline magazine in a recent interview that he does not recognize the Indian constitution as it doesn't see Sikhism as a separate religion Amritpal has inherited Waris Punjab Day an organization intended to help young people follow the tenets of Sikhism. Currently, Amrit Pal is on the run after the Punjab police launched efforts to arrest him on March the 18th. Some recent reports say CCTV cameras showed him at a Delhi market, while others said he had reached Nepal. So who is Amrit Pal Singh? How has he managed to capture the spotlight in a matter of months? Whom does he represent? Is he popular? Or is Amrad Pal simply filling a political vacuum in Punjab? To help answer these questions, I have with me Ramesh Inder Singh, former Chief Secretary of Punjab, who was Deputy Commissioner of Amritsar at the time of Operation Blue Star that saw the storming of the Golden Temple by the Indian Army to arrest Jarnail Singh Bhindrawali. He's the author of Turmoil in Punjab, a book that looks at the situation in Punjab both before and after Operation Blue Star. Welcome to the In Focus podcast, Mr. Singh. Thank you very much, Mr. Amit. Ramesh,
1: please tell us, what do you make of the current situation in Punjab? You know, I would say uh, uh, the situation is uh, by and large peaceful. This incident of uh, attempt to arrest Amritpal has brought the focus, the national focus on Punjab and the national media in the last uh, week or so you know, have given uh, detailed accounts, both in print and uh, TV channels and on YouTube and WhatsApp, which has uh, highlighted the incident beyond um, its importance. I'll I'll say that. Because Amrit Pal is a very uh, small figure who has appeared from nowhere. He was reportedly a lorry driver in Dubai and clean-shaven till about uh, a year plus back. And then suddenly he's uh, he descends on uh, in Punjab uh, in, in, and he changes his appearance to a amritdhari Sikh. He takes amrit pan and starts preaching uh, to gain credibility. Uh, I would say uh, elimination of drugs and uh, nasha, as well as uh, amrit prachar, which is uh, to adopt the symbols of Sikhism and become a devout Sikh. And in addition to that, he goes a step further. That uh, um, the object, Their objective is uh, to attain Khalistan. As we mentioned the term Varas Punjab, they, you see, Punjab is not what Punjab is uh, in India today. If you see Punjab, the main Punjab is with Pakistan. So if you're talking of Varas, Varas means successors of Punjab, then you can't focus yourself just on East Punjab, which is Indian Punjab. Then you have to think of pakistani punjab which is really the in a way birthplace of sikhism because guru nanak dev ji the founder was born there and even khalsa empire of Maharaj ranjit singh had its headquarters in lahore so i mean it it it, it, it is just uh, you know a misleading slogan baras punjab Day, which they have given to catch attention unfortunately you know he was uh, allowed i would say for the sikh for, for six seven months to operate uh, in punjab despite the fact that he was making these kind of uh, wild uh, statements. Then uh, the storm of the Nala police station happened by him and his followers. That is when the state really woke up uh, to the issue.
0: Ramesh, just to pick up on the point that you made, uh, in an interview that he gave to Frontline magazine, uh, which is published by the Hindu. Amritpal also speaks to how Punjabi-speaking Muslims are being oppressed in Pakistan. So he is trying to uh, draw this uh, bizarre link uh, between East Punjab and West Punjab.
1: Yes, but but then his main operation should be in, in in West Punjab because that is the main Punjab in both in terms of area, population, and the history of uh, Sikhs. You know, which which. Uh, as I mentioned, Maharaj Ranjit Singh's uh, empire was headquartered in Lahore, and all the uh, various uh, important Sikh religious uh, tilts are in uh, Pakistan. You know, so this is just to and, and and why didn't he go to Lahore? He was based in Dubai rather than landing in India. If he's that keen about the Muslims, uh, Punjabi Muslims, he should have landed in Lahore or Islamabad. You know, to do that. So this is just to uh, cover up their uh, track that they raise these issues. You know, Khalistan, when we talk of, which he does, there are four, five forces which are behind this uh, call. Uh, one category of uh, uh, this force is uh, hardcore, ideological or philosophically motivated uh, Sikhs who uh, plead for the cause of Khalistan, their number is hardly, you know, 0.0001%. Then there is a second category of uh, 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 fundamentalists based abroad, like uh, Pannu, uh, Six for Justice. Now, these forces are bankrolled by ISI and uh, some other uh, foreign powers. You know, they raise this issue. It's it's a business. uh, Because... uh, i would tell you recently when uh, after the, uh, the 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 arrest of few followers of uh, amrit pal and his running away from punjab there were few spots on the roadsides which were uh, um, uh, some people moved on to the roads and i saw an interview of a man a very polished uh, educated man and he was asked why are you here he says i am for my son no Further on, he explained that uh, we are are applying for visa. You know, some political parties which are openly pleading Khalistan, like Sir Simranjit Singh Maan, he's a member of Lok Sabha. His party issues letters that there, there uh, there are excesses in Punjab on Sikh boys. And this particular individual is a victim of that. And they charge money for it. And that letter is then used to seek asylum or uh, go abroad. This is the second category of uh, Khalistanis. In fact, bulk of it is this business. Even in uh, the, the protest outside the British uh, uh, High Commission, if you see, there were large number of people who were Indian passport holders, not the British nationals. Now, I'm certain if you investigate further, their motivation would be to get photographed project themselves as Khalistanis, as victims of state repression, and then seek asylum. You know, this is by itself a big, big business. Uh, Third is, of course, uh, ISI itself. And fourth, I would say there may be certain forces within the country, both Sikh forces and non-Sikh, who who want to create disturbance within the country or polarize people for uh, political reasons you know which plead this cause but if you ask common sikh in punjab or outside punjab not even 0. 0.001% i would say would plead the, for khalistan but then these khalistanis give the, a, a, a cover to their uh, operations like i said the uh, amritpal started the de addiction drug of drugs uh, addicts you know opened one or two centers then they preach them they motivate them they uh, make them into a fundamentalist uh, you know soldiers of the of, of their force so these kind of activities are um, you know going on and they have to be checked with a firm hand Ramesh, why do you think, I mean, uh, there are pictures
0: of, you know, him moving around with uh, armed personnel, armed guards, you know, wielding swords and so on. Uh, We know the kind of price uh, that India paid for, uh, you know, allowing Jarnail Singh Bhindrawale and his followers Sanctuary in the Golden Temple. You were deputy commissioner at that time uh, in Amritsar. Uh, you know, had the government acted sooner and not allowed this build up, you know, inside the Golden Temple, we perhaps should not have had the most unfortunate episode, uh, you know, in Sikh and Indian history. So why do you think on this occasion, the Ahmadmi Party government you know, allowed these activities to go on? Because I would imagine with a formidable intelligence apparatus, both of the Punjab state and of the Intelligence Bureau, such activities could not have gone on
1: undetected. Probably, I would say, lack of appreciation of the situation. Uh, uh, after the Janala police police station storming, they initiated the process of cancelling the licences because he hardly had 9 or 10 people surrounding him with uh, firearms. And some of these licences were obtained uh, from J&K and some were from Punjab. They were not uh, unlicensed weapons. So the state initiated the process of cancelling those. But later on now, we find that uh, they had... uh, Given a name to their uh, uh, armed people as Anandpur uh, Khalsa Force, you know, and they were training people. The police has found, so there was a delay. Uh, that goes without uh, saying, you know. But now that the state has acted, it should act, act very effectively. But let me add there one one writer, you know, when I uh, I have written in my book also that Punjab was a. Victim of lack of good governance. Now, good governance has many attributes, but two important attributes of good governance: first is effective government, and second is just government. If you are just effective, you know you you could be seen as a violator of human rights and enforcement of law and order in this area. But if you are just, you know, and you follow the due process of law and 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 uh, uh, public perception changes. As in the case of Amritpal, for example, when the state uh, came with full force to arrest people, about three hundred fifty-three people uh, were arrested around that figure. Now, many of them were, uh, you know, uh, for breach of peace or minor offences, and state has released them also. But parallelly, a call came from certain uh, 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 Sikh Bandis you know, that state is committing excesses. So it's a very, very, I would say, sensitive issue, which has to be treaded uh, very carefully. Uh, you have to enforce law, it has to be effective, and it should be done in, in, in a manner that in public perception, it is not unjust. Ramiji, I
0: want to just, uh, uh, you know, pick your brains on another issue that interests me. Uh, we've seen many political changes as far as mainstream politics in Punjab is concerned. We've seen um, the seeming marginalisation of the Shiromani Akali Dal. Uh, we saw earlier uh, the Congress, uh, you know, in a strong showing, and now we have an Amardvi party government. So, what is your sense? Is it that? There is a vacuum in Sikh politics because uh, you know, in an aside, even someone like Sidhu Moosewala, how popular he became, how popular his songs became. So, is there a sense that you get that there is some kind of vacuum in Punjab, which always seemed interested in change, of course? But is that, how would you explain it to um, the, the listeners of our In Focus podcast? You know, how can you suddenly you know capture the imagination of so many people? Is it social media? Is it use the videos? I mean, wh- what? The how, what is this uh, phenomena that seems to have captured
1: people's attention, at least some people's attention? Uh, you know, I would say it is uh, not one or two reasons. There are multiple factors in this. Yes, you are very right when you mention a vacuum of moderate politicians, you know, and uh, particularly sick moderate politicians, uh, uh, marginalization of uh, Kaldidal, marginalization of uh, STPC. Now, it happened partly because of their own uh, conduct, you know, and partly also because of the politics of the various political parties. Take, for example, if you are familiar with the Bayatbi incidents in uh, Kot Kapura and, uh, you know, in in, in Freed Court uh, district. When uh, are you aware of that or should I explain no, no, that? Please, please go, please explain. Uh-huh, that Bayatbi, you know, happened when. Uh, certain uh, Ang, as we call, the, which is the, the 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 parts of Guru Granth Sahib, you know, they were found torn and uh, 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 thrown uh, in villages. Then there was an agitation, uh, roads were blocked. Uh, ultimately, the crowd was cleared and police had to resort to firing. At one place, probably there were one or two deaths also, but some people were injured. Now, this incident happened... During the tenure of uh, uh, Mr. Badal as Chief Minister uh, of Punjab, now he ordered a judicial inquiry. High Court judge was appointed, you know, but uh, it, it was not carried forward. So, two years of his uh, term. Then after Captain Amrinder Singh came, five years of his term, and one year now of our term. So put together, it is uh, eight years. You know, the issue is still alive because it has not been concluded. Now, why it has not been concluded? Partly, it is because it suits political parties to keep it uh, simmering, you know, uh, discontent. Now, second reason is, after uh, uh, militancy was eliminated in uh, Punjab, somewhere around ninety three ninety four, uh there has been an economic decline, uh, uh, I would say, stagnation in agricultural sector. Industry has not, grown service sector has grown but service sector pays you only if you have money in your pocket you know uh, if, if your per capita income s- uh, slips from number one state to about 17th or 18th your gdp comes down you know uh, fragmentation of land holding non-opportunity uh, for em- uh, employment so all these things need to Frustration. So, Punjab, I would say, because of these various agitations, like religious agitations I mentioned just now, which has been going on almost for now eight years, uh, farmer's agitation because of stagnation of agriculture, you know, the non-responsiveness of the state to address these issues, all this breeds uh, uh, discontent. There is, you know, today is an aspirational world. The, the 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 space and time has shrunk so these youngsters you know they see what is how how well uh, let's say the quality of life is in canada or in australia or in england so they aspire to go out and that is the reason why there is an exodus i am using intentionally this word from punjab to um, uh, these western countries now, it is this frustrated youth, those who are left behind or who do not have the right type of education, you know, who find it very easy to respond to calls for uh, agitation in Khalistan. And this leads to uh, disturbance. So we need to address the fundamentals of Punjab's economy. Freebies is all right. It will get you votes, you know, but it will not solve the issues of Punjab, indebtedness of the state as well as. Of the agricultural sector is very high, you know. So, fundamental issues need to be addressed. So, Ravishi,
0: what is your sense, I mean, in in the current scenario, uh, would you say that with this kind of vacuum, and we also saw, you know, Punjab and Punjabis uh, took a leading role in ensuring the withdrawal of the three farm acts, you know, the massive agitation launch, uh, they displayed a certain staying power which nobody else has displayed, uh, even though the implementation of the CAA has been stopped, it has not been withdrawn. But in this case, uh, the BJP government had to eat the humble pie and withdraw the three farm acts. So, is this also something which people in Punjab are seeing that they can push the government around?
1: Is is that a sense that you get? Uh, you know, uh, the peak population in Punjab, which is almost 90% of the farming community, they have seen um, non-violent agitations starting in 1900 from the Gurdwara Reform Movement when they forced the British to enact the SGPC Act in 1925. Uh, thereafter, Punjabi Subha Movement, you know, again, it was by and large peaceful. Uh, over a lack of people quoted arrests. So, taking to agitational methods, um, uh, primarily is in the form of satyagrahas and road blockades and things like that. It, it, it is, uh, I mean, historically the Punjabis are, I would say, um, uh, inclined to this course of action. The Kisan movement also was, I would say, peaceful. Uh, there may have been an odd stray incident here and there. And uh, they were joined by the farmers of Haryana, farmers of UP, And ultimately, the government uh, came around and amended, uh, withdrew those laws. This may have also, uh, you know, uh, given a message that, yes, uh, agitations deliver uh, their demands. Uh, But as I said, it is historical. It is not just this Kisan movement. It is historically the farmers of Punjab, the peasant proprietors, They and the the Sikh peasant proprietors, they have adopted agitational course, peaceful agitational course. You know, and uh, that probably is the reason why, you know, as of today, you have number of uh, blockades of the roads. There is a, uh, in Saf Morcha seeking relief of uh, detained Sikhs uh, who are sitting on uh, Dharna. Uh, Then there is a, uh, you know, liquor factory um, on pollution issue. Certain farmers are issuing, sitting there in Dharna, now almost again for a long time. You have uh, leftist forces like Ugraha Group of uh, BKU, you know, which has been agitating on various issues. uh, uh, But apart from... uh, taking a purely law and order view on, on this issue, you know, there is a need to address the fundamental issues which are leading to these kinds of agitations. And that those fundamental issues relate to the structure of Punjab's economy. Uh, it's a very long-term uh, effort. It requires a lot of planning, uh, concentrated uh, policy implementation. But ultimate solution to that is this. And again, so far as Khalistan is concerned, I would say, you see, the rate of unemployment seen in Punjab is comparatively much higher than other states, because uh, boys, either they are the skilled boys, the educated boys are leaving abroad, you know, the number of seats which are vacant in colleges, you know, is, is increasing by the year, because enough students are not joining local colleges, and those who are left out then take to these kind of uh, steps. Uh, You know, Ramesh, you make this very important
0: point of this, you know, uh, the long term, uh, you know, need to address uh, the issues, the structural issues that you spoke about. But what is your sense? You know, you have worked in Punjab almost all your life. You know the state and its politics very well. I mean, do you think our political class possesses this political imagination to address these
1: issues? Well, I will only say I wish and pray that they do because most of the uh, political parties, you know, end up focusing on gaining power. And since people respond to the freebies, you know, they they, they give that and further increase the debt burden of the state. Uh, Akali started free electricity to farmers. Since then, it has been increasing, you know, every government has added on to these uh, freebies. Today you have debt burden on the state of over three lakh, forty thousand crores or so. Uh, uh, I mean, it's very soon a state will come that when you will have to raise money just to pay the interest of the old debt. You know, so uh, um, uh, it's all right. I mean, I am not saying that those in power or who are seeking power, they want votes, and if people are responding to freebies, uh, it's okay. I mean, but then these have to be. Focused on capacity building of the of, of the of the people who are receiving these benefits, rather than you know square, uh, just giving away money or giving um, concessions uh, which have no productive value. This is very important. But then this this is uh, of course Punjab. I use the term that uh, over a period of time the political parties have converted Punjab into langar state. Langar, I hope you understand, the word is the free community kitchen. Please do do
0: explain to our, uh, you know, uh, non-Hindustani Urdu speakers, uh,
1: uh, uh, listeners. Yeah, Langar is free community kitchen run by Gurdwaras, 24 hours, 360 days of a year. Anyone of any faith, caste, community can just go in and have his food, uh, three meals. So we have converted Punjab into Langar State by spoon-feeding subsidies to the people, you know. Uh, now, this uh, dependence of the people and depend, I would say also dependence now of political parties to get vote because the voter only asks you, what will you give me, you know. He's, he doesn't have the vision uh, to see the fundamental changes which are needed uh, to improve the economy. He just sees I'm getting a let's say, atta or dal or wheat or free travel in buses, you know, or free electricity for my residence. And it goes by that. So are you trying Unless to say that
0: we should have a paid longer state? Is that the burden of your
1: argument? No, no, no. You, no, no. I'm saying, yes, there will be some segments of the society who need subsidies. You know, uh, uh, their number may not be very large in Punjab because comparatively, you know the wealth distribution in punjab is 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 good the margins between the poorest and the rich are not as um, you know sweeping or as strong as let's say in maharashtra you know you have a dani there or a or a reliance there and you have a laborer working on that we have no such huge industrial houses in punjab the land holding is more or less evenly distributed so uh, the survival rate here of day-to-day needs is reasonable, you know. So you have to focus these subsidies to capacity building so that it leads to further generation of some economic uh, capital, you know. But if you give it just to eat and uh, enjoy, then then it, it adds to the state debt. And state debt has to be paid by the government, you know. Uh, and you don't impose taxes. Uh, <laughs> so it's a vicious cycle. It's happening in some other states also. I'm not saying it's happening only in Punjab. It's happening in other states also. You know, before we end this fascinating conversation, I'm going
0: to ask you, Ramesh Ji, again, uh, you rightly pointed out that suddenly there's a lot of attention to you know, Amrit Pal and his help being played in the national media. And these things, you know, tend to sometimes take on an importance you know which is perhaps they don't deserve you know it's something that you uh, the point that you made earlier in our conversation so for the benefit of our listeners can you sum up you know what are the dangers and what are the
1: non dangers you know in the current situation as it exists in punjab you know um, i don't see any reversal to the tag to to the 1980s or 1990s you know this is a this is a unfortunate development, but yes, it, it, it the state is addressing it and it will be tackled properly. Take, for example, Blue Star. There were two key personalities involved in Blue Star. One was Sanjayal Singh Pantravala, the other was Major General K. S. Broad, who, who was commander of the forces who conducted the operation. Now, do you know who these two individuals are? Both of them were Jat six, and within the Jat community. Uh, Pindrawala was also a broad. and General uh, KS Broad was also a broad That is, within the Ajat community, they belong to the same segment. But General broad was a three-generation uh, serviceman because he had enough, his, his great grandfather had enough income. He gave good education to their children and they became virtually brown sahibs, you know, educated in convent uh, schools and hostels. And, their vision changed with that exposure to education. Sanjay Singh Pindrawala, on the other hand, belonged to a marginal agricultural uh, farming uh, family, had a large uh, number of brothers and sisters. His family sent him to the Sikh seminary, you know, because they couldn't afford to send him, like General Brah to, let's say, Doom School or, or SNAR or even local good schools, you see. Now, see how their uh, worldview changed. Same community, same DNA, same state. Just because you did of the extreme disparity in the economic status. Now, I'm giving you this example that you know you have to address uh, the the present economic uh, crisis in Punjab. If you ultimately want to address these problems, otherwise these pimples will start appearing. Uh, but these are pimples. Uh, this this is no reversion to 1980s or 90s and i would also appeal that while the media has to report everything which it hap- which happens in in the country but blowing it you know disproportionately also creates scare it creates a distorted picture of uh, punjab uh, and you know everybody starts asking of course uh, abroad there are certain segments as i explained to you most of them are motivated either by uh, uh, being bankrolled by agencies like isi or they it's a business you know, they want asylum. So somebody is saying, picture, photo, what is the how is state chasing you, you know? So this becomes a very vicious cycle. Uh, you can't control those forces except through uh, diplomatic relations. And fortunately, today, the geopolitical um, environment is in favor of uh, India, you know. Um, every, the entire world, Western world is seeking us. We have gained a stature in in international uh, affairs. You know, so this is the opportunity to uh, use our influence in these countries to deal with these elements abroad. Mr. Ramesh
0: Singh, former Chief Secretary of Punjab and author of an interesting book on Blue Star, Before and After. Thank you so much for giving us uh, your time and uh, your views on the current situation in Punjab and placing the issues in perspective. I really want to thank you for your time,
1: uh, Rameshji. Thank you very much, Amit. Thank you very much. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by The Hindu. We'll see you soon.